Hello and uh, welcome to another podcast from Quanta Training uh, on the APMP uh, examination. So these podcasts are designed to accompany the the course. Uh, <laughs> sorry, what's funny? Just emphasising strange words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, I'm. Th- this is me, Adam Montgomery, and uh, the person you heard laughing there, and muttering about emphasising. That's uh, Tim McCullough. Hi, Tim. Hello, Adam. Hello, right. So uh, today we're going to be talking about the project office. I'll let you into a little secret, somewhat destroying the mystery behind these podcasts. <laughs> we just recorded this, actually. <laughs> so we're going to have to repeat it again. We, Tim, forgot to press the record button. But, yeah, uh, so here we go again. So uh, the project office, uh, now known as the infrastructure, uh, that's the, the body of knowledge uh, topic, but essentially it's referencing project offices. So let's have a look at the assessment criterion. Describe the functions and benefits of the different types of project office. So uh, let's start with that, Tim, if you can talk through some of the, the areas that, that project offices can help and what kind of services they can provide. And uh, if, if you go on as long as you did last time, I'll just go and get a cup of coffee and I'll see you in a, in a few minutes. Oh, I was passionate about it there. I'm not sure I am there. Okay, so the, um, the project office is... Um, <laughs> don't, don't leave me. Um, the project office is uh, a very valuable um, assistant to the project manager because there are innumerable services that they can provide well, actually not innumerable you can put a number on them be about 10 and if there's not other people who will do this the responsibility for all these um these activities fall within the remit of the project manager so broadly you can think of the project office as two different things they're an information hub and also a center of excellence so looking at the information hub bit to begin with um, they can provide um, admin assistance um to the project manager in aspects regarding planning um, so as a consequence they might be able to look at previous similar projects and get an idea about what are typical estimates um, the earned value topic for which there'll be another podcast they can see what would be the typical amount of efficiency in terms of people's productivity to carry out certain activities um, they can assist in risk management so the identification assessment so invoking the risk management strategy they can use the or implement the change control on process on behalf of the project manager so they can be the uh, the first group who actually see change requests before they then pass them on to the PM. Still sticking with the information um, hub point um, they can provide secretarial assistance at meetings um, so taking minutes booking the meetings in the first place so the kind of stuff that has to be done but if the project manager has to do it then it's most likely to take that individual's attention away from other tasks that they probably ought to be doing. They also can and provide a lot of assistance when it comes to collecting reports and processing processing them in an easier to digest form for the project manager to use as a basis for the report that he or she then is going to send up to the project sponsor. So team members, team managers can send their reports to the first instance to the project office and they can update, for instance, Gantt charts, so like tracking Gantt as they're called, that can show percentage completion of certain activities. That's one thing the project office can do. Um, they also Still not recording. No, just wind you up. <laughs> oh, look at horror. <laughs> they also can provide uh, an assurance function so they can give confidence to the project sponsor and the rest of the um, the steering group that the project is being run properly. So um, in part that the project manager and others are following the rules. So they can only do that if they're not also providing a support function for that project. So they could be supporting project A whilst assuring project B. Um, and they're well equipped to do that because they know what a well-run project should look like. Um 
as well as the infrastructure. About six more. Have you got six more? I, do, you know, <laughs> I, think, I think I might have. Well, at least five anyway of this innumerable list. Um, so as well as the Information Hub, um, they also can provide a, a centre of event uh, of excellence uh, function. And in part, that can be providing subject matter expertise. So the project office doesn't have to be an actual physical office. It can be a virtual one. So people can just be dispersed um, all over the place, so geographically dispersed around the country. Um, but these subject, subject matter experts... Countries, maybe. Or countries, indeed, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so outside of the UK, I mean, this is recorded before the Scottish independence vote. Who knows oh. what's going to go on? Um, the polls would suggest we'll, you know, they'll remain with us. But <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, so yeah, they can provide subject matter expertise. Not the, Polish, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, the opinion polls, not the. Yeah. As you can see, that Adam isn't <laughs> a subject matter expert when it comes to politics or, or anything in that field, really. Um, but yeah, so in areas such as um, law, procurement, health and safety, um, anything that really might be particular to the needs of the project, finance being another. They can also assist the project manager in training and coaching new members of staff. So say, for instance, if there's a newly appointed project manager, project, the project office can school that individual in the way in which that organisation approaches projects. So typically most organisations have got a tailored method that they employ. Um, so it's not necessarily going to be the same as your last workplace. They also can pro uh, provide facilitation of workshops. Um, so quite a lot of things in planning are brought about through the use of workshops. So identifying stakeholders, benefits, risks, that sort of thing. And workshops can just spiral out of control if they're not properly facilitated. So the project office can carry out that function. Um, they also can help ensure that identified lessons are properly incorporated. Um, so at the end of a stage or a phase will be a suitable time to do that, but really at any point at all. So rather than lessons just being stored and then not looked at again, and they can be lessons relating to estimates, uh, dependencies, assumptions, all kinds of things really. More specifically, they can help for the organisation to embed the maturity of project management. So there's a maturity model for all of this stuff um, that's available on the internet, I'm sure you just uh, can't wait to see it so it's called p3m3 so portfolio program project management maturity model even the name's dull um, <laughs> and the lowest level is level one where in effect it's kind of like a, a, fu a, a functional <laughs> but you know, like a, a functional organization structure would be ind indicative of level one in that project management isn't really properly recognizing an organization so they can they can make sure that things are a little less naive a little less chaotic by trying to embed best practice. But that's something that will take months, sometimes even a year, to move from one level to another. Um, and in addition to that, they can um, provide training in and um, own tools such as... Um, hammers. Such as <laughs> hammers, spanners, <laughs> Drills. Uh, workmate, all those kind of things. Tools, project tools. Project tools, they're, they're the ones, yeah. So, um, Software. Yeah, so um, looking at uh, Microsoft Project, Primavera, Monte Carlo analysis for um, for risk assessments, um, techniques such as earned value, change control, um, configuration management, so they can conduct those on behalf of the project. And quite often the project's office function is a permanent function. So the project office isn't necessarily managed by the project manager. Um, so the project managers may be temporary. Um, somebody might come in on a short-term contract, deliver the project, and then go. Whereas the project office can be this full-time function. And so as a consequence, that allows them then um, to have the time in the organisation to make possible moving from one capability to another and also to have the interest to incorporate lessons mm. whereas if they're a temporary function you know that may not necessarily be the case mm. so that's really looking at the main functions of the project office um, which really mostly um, also answer the question about 
the benefits of the project office because most of the benefits are the use of the functions. Um, mm. But just to pick it's up on that finished. point, <laughs> pick up on that point, Adam. <laughs> right. <laughs> Good. So uh, there you go. There was uh, yeah, quite quite a lot of functions there. Project office provider. And I don't know about you, actually, Tim. Just coming back to one of those something you said there. I, I, I find myself getting employed more and more now by project offices to go and deliver training uh, on their behalf around uh, so maybe a particular methodology that an organisation has adopted. So quite often it's the, you know, I'll, I'll go into an organisation, deliver some training, and it'll be the project office who've asked me mm. to come and deliver that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think, we, we, as you say, we probably come most of the benefits. I mean, um, they, they do enable continuous improvement, I think. If you have got a permanent uh, structure, a permanent infrastructure, in fact, uh, uh, looking at uh, things like uh, you know, the, the lessons that different different organizations uh, different projects have, have learned they can ensure these are incorporated that, that projects continually improve um, and of course economies of scale if you're running a small project it's probably quite hard to justify a dedicated administrative uh, support but if you've got a project office uh, who can be supporting many many projects um, it's an awful lot easier to uh, to justify that that investment uh, and the other thing I think you mentioned, which is a lot of that stuff you talked about at the beginning there, that a single source of information can be very, very useful when, when there are multiple projects or, or multiple teams reporting up. Uh, they can ensure that information is collated and so on. Good. Well, I think... Uh, from the heart. <laughs> I think that's... Uh, anything else you want to say about the project office? No, that's... Uh, you mentioned these names, or should we, we leave that? Of course, got to leave them something for the... Yeah. <laughs> but there are there are alternative names like, that you may have come across, like Project Support Office, PMO, um, Center of Excellence, and so it doesn't really matter too much what it's called, um, but just recognizes the fact that there there typically would be some kind of function that would carry out the services described here. They may not necessarily be called the Project Office, but uh, you could think of them as being so. So hopefully, you can draw a comparison between what we've had, had a look at here and what is the reality back at work. Okay, thank you very much, Tim. Thank Bye-bye. you, Adam. <laughs>